Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 519. Wow, we're cruising along. Hey, uh, this is your host, Christopher Jones. We're coming to you from the west coast of this country, beautiful country. And uh, we're here to talk about the best gridiron football in the world. That's the Canadian, Canadian rules. Three downs, big field, lots of players, movement, rouge. All sorts of cool things, including goalposts right on the goal line where they should be. I don't know why everybody wants to put them at the back of the end zone. Fucking weird. Anyhow, um, what's for the rant about? There's nothing to rant about. We've just gone through free agency. It's pretty much over. There's still a lot of free agents available, but they're boring. You know, like seriously, there's nobody really out there that I want to jump up and down and say, hey, I, I, I want this guy on my team. Um, but there are a few. And, uh, you know, we got to do what we can to do, and we're going to go around it and see what happens. And uh, hang on, where am I looking for? Marshall Ferguson here. I think that's who, who, who's got these things up here. Yeah, I better have these things. Okay, cool. Those are ready to go. Um, let's just uh, bring the boys in, and uh, we'll talk some football and uh, talk about free agency. We'll see what teams out there did everything. One of the things I noticed, that the team that has signed the most free agents – now, not necessarily from any other team, but from um, February 18th on. No, as of February 16th. Oh, that's as of. Okay, yeah. Um, is uh, Ottawa Redlocks, and then followed by BC. You know, BC signed up just pretty much their entire fucking team, uh, but they did bring in five guys. Uh, there's a couple of teams like the – the Elks only brought in, like, I, I think, three guys. Uh, hard, to, hard to tell. I'll take a look at it in a bit. But that's the side point. Uh, let's talk to the boys. Uh, Charles, welcome to the show, bud. How are you? How's it going good, down there good on evening. the I, wet coast? Well, it's going pretty good down here. With the night. Actually, a very nice day for most of today, although it started to rain at night. But uh, it's going good down here. Cool. And, uh, hey, did you ever find out if um, – uh, when you're on your cellular phone and you phone long distance, does you get charged for that or on, on Wi-Fi? Remember I asked you I about that a while back? I I'm not sure. It. I believe you do. Uh, it depends on the cell plan you have, whether you have an international calling plan or not. And I don't think it matters whether it's Wi-Fi or not. Yeah, okay. I, I thought it did, but okay. Well, cool. That's good Good info. I won't be uh, doing anything weird. Um, okay. Okay. Now, I'm, just, I'm talking to Charles because he's an authority on the subject here. He he works for Telesel. So, you know, hey, um, go right to the source. Anyhow. Um, Rudy, welcome to the show, buddy. How are you doing? Thanks. Good. You better this Excellent. week? Yeah. 
a little bit cold uh, this uh, night in Winnipeg, but uh, doing good. And uh, looking forward to talking about the free agent signings and uh, the CFL. Good to go. Yeah. Cool. Um, William. How's my buddy out in Calgary? Yes, sir. I am. I am good. I was going to mention to you and Charles both. This doesn't involve Rudy because he doesn't remember this guy. But I happen to be listening to the sports case in Saskatchewan this week. <laughs> and yes, yes, take a guess. The commentator is for the next two weeks on the sports case. Oh, it's not what's his name. It's a weird dude, is it? A weird dude? Who's a weird dude? Morgan? No. Our old was friend. Was that his name? Brendan McGuire? That was his name. Our old friend, our old friend Brendan McGuire. Brendan McGuire. Brendan McGuire, right? Eh? He's the Brendan first McGuire. sports coach? Well, good for him. Yes, sir. And, and you know what? He... Uh, he absolutely sounds fantastic. It, it, it's it's actually would be worth your while to just listen to it once. He sounds very professional and he's right on top of things. I, I quite enjoyed it actually. But he he was very good on this podcast. He just wanted to do too many personal things, personal promotions, and that just wasn't acceptable, right? So yes, he did. You know, it's, it, that's correct. You know, it's one of those things. You just accept the fact that you're on this podcast and you're doing it for the love of the game and, and everything else. But if you're going to sit here and self-promote yourself and, and all your different uh, business ventures, then uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, you're not going to be hanging around very long. I'm allowed that. to give Charles a plug every once in a while because of what he does, but, and I don't mind doing that. But I don't even know the name of the company you work for. So, yeah. Really? Okay. And you and you like okay. it that way. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm here to, you know, I don't want anybody, I don't want my name associated with the company I work for just in case they say something that's a little off color. And I never do that, right? Yeah. But I could. One of these no, days, no, God, no, no, no. Off color, man. You're talking okay, about just, color all the time, you racist son of a bitch. I, I'm not racist. I just believe that, that Certain things have their places. Anyways, I'm really excited about this week because a lot, a lot has happened. A lot has happened in the CFL this week, and I'm kind of thrilled by most of it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to talk about a few things, segment five included. Um, yeah, free agency opened up on noon Eastern time on Valentine's Day. So that's uh, what. Two days ago now, two and a half days ago. Um, was there any surprises for you, uh, William? Was there any surprises? Well, yes, I was really shocked and surprised that the, the Calgary Stampeders didn't sign a lot of free agents. I was absolutely they amazed by they, that. Well, they signed one. Known, yes, they did. They're, they're known for signing so many free agents on free agent day. And this year they just didn't do it for some reason. They, they signed one yeah. free agent, and that was probably more than what they've ever sold. You know, most most years, they you know, 
I mean, free agents that were not Calgary Stampeders. Most years they usually sign at least one. Well, it's usually yeah. after the second day, but so this year they signed two. They signed one actually. So yeah, and they like Julian the whole Hauser. Bunch of players. Julian Hauser. Yeah, yeah, I haven't looked at that one yet, but they usually do lose a whole pile of players. Yeah. And they did again this year. Only one or two that I'm concerned about, but there you go. Very little different from when Huff was there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, but why would you they expect always, it to have changed? They always find guys, though. Like, Calgary just find guys. Like, I'm not worried about Huff and Dickinson. They'll find guys. Well, of course, and that's the way you should build your team. You shouldn't be building your team through free agency. If you sign a whole no. pile of free agents, you're doing something wrong, in my opinion, personally. Wow. I mean, look at there's two teams that only signed one free agent that was not on their team. Only two teams in the entire CFL. One was the Calgary Stampeders, and one was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That's it. You know? I mean, the Elks have got half a dozen. And they're two of the most successful teams over the last little while. Yeah. Rough Riders have got a dozen. Same with the Ticats. Alowitz have got signed five. The Red Blacks are at least into ten. And Ottawa is actually – sorry, the Alouettes are actually signing more free agents than what I thought they would. They're out in the marketplace, including Greg Ellingson. If he stays healthy, goes he's back to help the, Yeah, back to the question, Will. Any surprises? Yes. Um, what was the surprise? For Calgary or the CFL in general? The CFL in general. I don't care. We're, we're, we're not specific to our team. What surprised you? You know what? Um, the biggest surprise for me was uh, Trevor Harrison, Saskatchewan. And I, uh, I I think Saskatchewan got better through free agency this year. And I, and I, and I think well, they got significantly better. Well, they got a quarterback. I'm, well, I'm not saying they got a great quarterback, but they have one. I mean, no, no, I was trying to figure this out today. When was the last time Saskatchewan had a real quarterback, in your opinion? Oh, fuck. Good question. I, I, I would have to go back to uh, 2008, oh, no, no. 2009, 2008, and, and, and no, it wasn't oh. even that. It was, uh, when was Kerry Joseph there? He was no, not that good. No, it was the first. It was the first three plays of the 2019 season. Well, yeah, Jack they had Claros. Jack Claros. Yeah, Jack but that one doesn't count. Right. He wasn't there so, long enough. Th- th- does, Henry, does Henry Burris but, count? But, uh, Henry Burris was. Well, when was he was for long? He was pretty much a backup there, wasn't he? he? They they had they had bad yeah, Henry, he, right? There was there's good Henry and bad Henry. They had bad Henry. Anyways, but so and I would and I'm going to put this out there because I did a little I did a little looking today, 
and I rank this as far as Saskatchewan goes. This is the best quarterback signing since Winnipeg got Zach Kolaris. Yep. And everybody may not think that Trevor Harris is that good of a quarterback, but I did some research today. Zach Kolaris and and Trevor Harris, statistically wise, are so close, it's absolutely scary. Other than Zach winning the Grey Cup the last 2019 and 2021. Okay. Other than that, statistically, they're the same. Every way, shape, and form. It's pretty amazing. They're, they're two totally different amazing. quarterbacks. And to, and to say that they're they're comparable is, is scary to me because, um, like but, I said, but, I don't know but, how many times, Zach Caleros is probably the most talented quarterback I have seen in decades. And uh, I can't say that about Trevor Harris. But if you Harris, look at the two of them, if you look at the two of them, and I did it today, statistically, they're, like, almost identical. Yeah, but Harris they cannot have played the same amount of games. Pardon me? They couldn't have played the same amount of games close to the same amount of starting games. Yes, they have. I think there's one game wow. difference. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll let that one and, bump through for a little while. I might actually go check Trevor, it out. Trevor Harris, Trevor Harris has a better quarterback rating than Zach Kolaris does. Yeah. Not by much, but it is better. So I was mm-hmm. amazed by that because I thought to myself, okay, well, what is Saskatchewan getting? And I looked at this up, down, and sideways. It made Saskatchewan a lot better if if the rest of the team is good. Well, and they have, you know, they, they did sign they did sign some significant pieces in free agency. Yeah, so, they did. But if you if you go back to uh, Mike Riley signing in BC in 2019. Uh, massive upgrade on the quarterback situation in BC, but the team still sucked really bad. Yeah, but I still think Mike Riley was best before his expiry date. Just yeah, and yeah. Line that here, so I didn't have an offensive line. Yeah, how can you so. how can you say that when he went on his back half the season? I just said he didn't have a good line. All right. That that spoiled milk happened because of that season. He could have probably played for another five years if he didn't get beat up that bad. Wasn't he having? Wasn't yeah. Mike Riley having some issues in Edmonton his last year? He said he, he said some mental health issues. Just kind of almost not done with the game, but I'm not sure if his heart was in it 100 percent with BC. Not, okay, not okay, saying, hold it, Ru- Rudy. Rudy, yeah. hang on for a second. I, I, and I know Will's going to agree with me here. Anybody living in Edmonton is going to have mental health issues. <laughs> That's fair. Fair. But yes, that is to, true, Christopher, because it's almost like Winnipeg. To me, it's <laughs> almost like Winnipeg, well, which is slightly uh, better than Regina. To, to me, it sounds like I think Mike Riley was kind of had one foot out the door when he got to BC. And the old line didn't help, but I think he was sort no. of had an extra plan. <laughs> There was an O-line? 
No. no. That was just a rumor. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't tell me that. Yeah, don't tell me that because I didn't fucking see it. Okay, Charles, what surprised yes. you in free agency? Honestly, to be perfectly honest, I was genuinely surprised that Kenny Lawler actually ended up back in Winnipeg. Mainly for the reason, mainly for the whole purpose of they don't need him. I thought their receiving core was fine without him, and they won a great cup without him. And I don't know why they wanted to spend all that money uh, to bring him back because he's still getting a pretty good salary. I mean, he's not getting quite what Edmonton paid him last year, but he's not really that far off. And for a two-time defending Grey Cup champion to spend that, I just didn't think they needed that. He didn't win a great. He didn't. Fair comment. Hmm? Yep. Fair comment. I didn't think they needed to spend that much money on a receiver. Well, uh, that's a different story. The CFL receiver. Rudy. Yeah. Um, actually, Lawler. Rudy. I, I, what I surprised agree. you? Honestly, I, I guess the Bombers getting Lawler and figuring out to be able to fit him under the salary cap kind of was my, my okay, they're going to get Lawler, but we're going to lose. The Bombers lost. They're going to lose Bailey. They lost Couture to BC. So, I mean, they got Lawler, but they lost some key pieces uh, for the acquisition. So that, that's my kind of surprise. Um, and didn't Lawler win? Lawler didn't win. Uh, Lawler won two great cups in a row Winnipeg. So last year he didn't win. He was in Edmonton, right? Waller <coughs> right. won Edmonton last year. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't win that year. Yeah. Was he with Winnipeg so, the year before? Yes. Yes. So he won yes. two Grey Cups with Winnipeg. Yeah. And then yeah, he yeah, split yeah. for yeah money and for, uh, missed the playoffs. And you, and you can't blame him for. I mean, for three hundred grand in the CFL, that who wouldn't leave? Fuck, I'd go. I'd go. Yeah. Yeah. And but now that contract that contract through all the wide receiver it's at a whack right now. It's uh, I mean it's great to be a wide receiver in the uh, or a receiver in the CFL right now, but I'm not sure how that's gonna work long term. It seems a bit. Well, uh, it's, it's Kenny Lawler's contract, and then turn around and then they do it again with fucking um, Lewis. Lewis, yeah. Yeah, they totally screwed up the market now. Yeah. $320,000 for Geno? I mean, come on. Give your head a shake. I mean, BC had a hell of a time trying to sign, um, uh, what's his name there? Oh, Ryan. Lucky Whitehead? What? Oh, no, Dominic Ryan. Excuse no, no. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Dominic Ryan. And, and, and then it just went off. I mean, he went off to Hamilton. Got a contract. BC matched it. We got him back. Everything, and that's he's actually missing off of this list. But well, he wasn't. Yeah, a, he not, wasn't. Uh, he wasn't a free agent though this year. He still had a year left. He wanted to no, trade, no, 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 and no, they no, extended no, no, him no, to appease him. No, Dominic Rhymes was had a um, had a contract offer from Hamilton. He wasn't was a free agent. No. Uh, no, okay. correct. He wasn't a free agent. 
He, he will not to trade initially <laughs> because he saw the other receivers get a big paycheck, and then they right. worked okay, out okay. a deal where they gave more money, but they said if, you, if we're giving you more money, you got to sign an extension. Yes. Okay. So he's here for another two years. Okay. 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 I'll accept that. Yep. <clears throat> You're correct there, sir. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things that really threw me on this uh, free agency, and one we just talked about was the absolute ridiculous, fucking ridiculous uh, salaries for the uh, receivers. It's just, why? Why are you doing this to this league? And, and I mean, the Elks, two years in a row, they spent $600,000 on, on, on two receivers, and they don't have a quarterback. I, it, Taylor Cornelius is. I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but he sure hasn't proved himself in any way, shape, or form. I honestly believe that the receivers are making more money than he is. Because, I mean, you can't justify paying him. So. I don't know. Yeah. One of the things that surprised I, I, the shit out of me. Yeah, I agree. And I, I wanted no part of that. I just cannot believe that that happened. And what, there was one other thing that kind of freaked me out, but uh, I'm good with it. Okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about on free agency there, or do you want to move on to another thing, or what's going on? Well, no, let's, let's just talk about that contract for a minute. I don't know how. I don't know how you justify paying a receiver that kind of money. It, I just figured out. It's 6% of their salary cap. How can you do that? Well, because you're not paying your quarterback 500000 or $600,000. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Which but, is what most of the most of the, the the teams in this league are doing no. now. Oh, no receiver in the CFL is worth that kind of money. Sorry, no. I, I'm not arguing with that. None, none. But that's how they justify it. Is that you know you you could do that. You could easily spend three hundred thousand dollars on a receiver for the BC Lions last year. When we had Nathan Rourke for six seventy two thousand dollars. Well, look look at the volunteer paying uh, right. Dalton Schoen. He's he's making ninety thousand bucks a year. Mm-hmm. The top receiver in the CFL. Yeah. Like that's, that's but he is on a rookie United. contract, so. No, this year I don't know he's contract, not, so. not going up much this year. He might get yeah. It's, it's crazy. Well, it's a two-year contract. It's his rookie contract. Yeah. And it may, it may be yeah. three years. Who knows? I mean, uh, Nathan Rourke was on a rookie contract for three years. He, he played two years with BC, and they let him out of the third year to go to the NFL. Uh, Dalton Schoen would have done the same thing if, they, if he had got a, a deal down there. Winnipeg would have let him go. That was the NFL window that we had. And uh, off he goes and makes a million dollars. But... Uh, yeah, you're, when you're in your rookie contract, you're not getting paid very much. Not at all. And Nathan Rourke was making $72,000 in his second year. Now, Schoen could renegotiate and probably make 
$250,000 was Winnipeg because it, and justifiably considering what other people, other wide receivers are making in this league, but he would have to extend the contract. And uh, I don't know if he wants to do that or not, because he has NFL aspirations as do most young little whippersnappers. Right. So let's go team by team here and see who they picked up and from where. Um, did you guys get that tweet from uh, Marshall Ferguson that Charles, I think it was Charles put out or was that Sparky? No, it's Sparky. Um, I, put, I put the link to the CFL.ca uh, article. I, I like these little things because they're colored. <laughs> I can I can tell where they came and came from and everything else. Uh, BC Lions signed a plethora of their own players, uh, more than just about any other team. I think Ottawa is the only other team that signed more of their own free agents. Um, and then Lions picked up uh, Justin McInnes, a receiver from Saskatchewan, linebacker Jordan. Uh, Herdman Reed. Now, that, he used to be in BC, didn't he not, Charles, two years ago? Yes, he left and he'd come back now. So he's he's come back home. Um, he went to, I we believe Saskatchewan was playing with the twin brother. Right, 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 right. Jason or something, isn't it? Uh, yes, who himself just resigned with Saskatchewan. Yeah, that's not on the list. Uh, I thought I saw that somewhere. Maybe I'm wrong. Could be. Um, O-lineman Michael Couture, which is a uh, center from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That was a good pickup. Uh, quarterback Dominic Davis and uh, O-lineman Chris, I can't read this, Schluger uh, from from Ottawa. No, Um from uh, Montreal. Okay. And that was it. They picked up five guys and signed a plethora of their own. So I'm kind of happy with that. I was, wasn't upset with the BC Lions team last year. Um, the Elks signed the least amount well, of their own players. About, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about what BC lost. Well, I don't have that. As well. We could just go look oh, around, okay? So, okay, let's, let's see what they lost. They lost, they, they lost, okay, I'll go to the link. Hang on. I'll go to Charles's link, and then we can be on the same page. And go ahead, start talking about what they lost there, William. They lost Joel Figueroa, and they lost James Butler. Those are two big pieces in my mind. Wow. Um, and the other two guys I've agreed. And the other and the other two guys I've never heard of. So um, Mario Villa, somebody or other, he's a fullback, and Kevin Francis, he's a linebacker. And you combine Although that. Kevin yeah. Francis, he led the he led the CFL in special team tackles last year. Kevin oh, did Francis. He? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Joel Figueroa is a big loss to the Lions, but it kind of got curbed when they signed Michael Couture. Yeah, uh, yeah but different positions. Right? I mean, we, we, True. We, lost, we, we lost 
Goober. <laughs> I do that on purpose. Um, and, and got Michael Couture, and I think that's definitely an upgrade. Right. Okay, at the center position. But our left tackle is now gone. And I don't know mm-hmm. who this Chris Schluger is coming over from Montreal. But we better have somebody on that left left side of uh, Vernon Adams. Right. Because that's definitely the important thing to do. What's that? I'm just saying I am sorry to see him go because he was a great offensive lineman, Joel Figueroa. He was. He was. Yeah. Getting, getting a little older, but that's okay. Um, okay, jump. Uh, any anything? Anybody want to say anything about this? The departures, the arrivals for the BC Lions. Uh, Rudy, you got anything to say? Well, I think I think if you lose a Butler and a Rourke, that's a that's a that's tough. BC will have to. Uh, I don't have BC in the playoffs right now. After those two, I, I think they'll be fighting. For, I think they'll be fighting oh, for the off. third spot. They'll be fighting for third or fourth this year. That's my. That's my. That's my well, prediction. I, it, I, I, Winnipeg, Calgary, BC are the top three. Where they are fitting at this point in time, I really don't don't care. I do not think Edmonton or Saskatchewan has done enough to beat BC. I don't think BC's as strong as they were last year. I mean, I think. Well, well, you know what? I guess it all hedges on on the quarterback play. If if, uh, Vernon if Vernon Adams plays well, then yeah, BC will be uh, in the mix. If okay, he he played well last year. He was four and two. Okay, coming in in relief, without a training camp, without a playbook, without any. experience or, or anything with the, the receiver, yeah. and we still went four and two on it. I think you put him through a training camp, get him on the right page with everything else, with the rest of the team, I think he's going to be fine in BC. I'm not worried about the quarterback situation as much as what non-BC fans are, because it just seems like Winnipeg fans love trash and everybody else out there, because I don't know why. But it just, it just it. seems like they re- they just really I, don't like it. They don't like the every, situation. No, we don't have a, we don't care. Every trash is us, so we just we just we just lash back. I mean, we, whatever. We don't honestly. I'm not done ever trash your quarterback. I think he's the best in the league. I my our well, I know. I mean, the bombers right now or whatever. We'll see. I'm not. We'll see. C- CFL is a funny okay. game. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's jump over to Calgary. Next. Calgary, you picked up two guys. Um, who's this Brander Dozer? Brandon Dozer. It says re-signed. Was he a Brandon former Dozer. team? Was he former Calgary? Uh, What's that? Yeah, he was with Calgary oh, he already. Calgary. He was with Calgary last year. So then, he was with Calgary last year. So that really doesn't make any so sense for to put that on here. He, he doesn't he have did, anybody else. He did go to... No, no, but he did go to free agency and they signed him. So, so that's yeah, but you had a whole ball of other guys that um, were free agency too. Anyhow, Julian Hauser. Yep. Yep. Defensive lineman coming over I, from I Hamilton. Think, yeah, I think he got they got better defensive line wise. Mind you, they didn't sign 
Sam Lemon back, so I don't know. Once well, you, I, you lost two D, D linemen. The departures, so you got Florian Marmalade and Sean Bain, <laughs> or sorry, um, Stephen Banks. Yeah, he so was. There's uh, your two D linemen. He was a he, he was he was a rotation guy. I didn't really. I don't think we'll miss him much, to be honest with you. Which one, Banks um, or Marmalade? Uh, Banks, Banks, Banks. Um, yeah. Jameer Thurman. Jameer Thurman is a big loss. Okay. Yes. Big loss. That is a but, loss. Uh, oh, oh well. Shit happens. Next man up. Shit happens. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, Calgary so didn't really lose so much. They that. didn't lose yeah. as much as what they normally do, I think. Usually they, they take a no, pretty serious hit. This really wasn't that bad. They don't have as much to lose anymore. So, because they haven't been well, more successful the last couple of years. So, that's... That may be may be true. That may be true. Okay, um, jumping over to the Elks. Uh, big signings here: Tyran Moore, wide receiver; Eugene Lewis, wide receiver; Josea St. John, O lineman. Really? Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin yeah. Francis, linebacker, he came over from Calgary, right? No, he came yeah. over from BC. Yeah. So they signed a BC linebacker, Stephen Dunbar Jr., wide receiver from Hamilton. Uh, Toby, that was an Edmonton signing, and Michael Domagala from Hamilton, the kicker. They got Hamilton's kicker. Edmonton. Edmonton signed a lot of receivers, and that, that's going to help the quarterback, I would think. And they, they signed some good receivers. so they, they did. I mean, they lost two receivers. Well, they lost Kenny see. Lawler and, and Levi Noel. Yeah, but Kenny Lawler and, and Eugene Lewis are, uh, you know, they're, they're the same. In my mind, they're they're interchangeable. They're, you know, one yeah. A, one B sort of thing. I'm thinking Stephen Dunbar Jr. is yep. better than whoever Levi Noel is. Whoever Levi Noel is. So it's Kyron Moore probably. Yeah. 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 Not not going to argue with that one. And uh, so they and they lost Anti Milanovic. Leader, and, uh, uh, running back. He's in, he's in he's a fat white Canadian guy. So he's a fat white Canadian guy. So awesome. Okay, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Sean Bain, wide receiver. Micah Johnson, D line. Trevor Harris, quarterback. Jake Winicki, uh, wide receiver. Philip Blake, O-lineman. Stephen Banks, D-lineman. Uh, Juwan Briscani? I don't know. Fuck these names up, dude. Uh, Godfrey Onik and Justin Herdman-Reese. Justin Herdman-Reese. That's the brother, isn't it? 
Well, yes, it is. Justin, who did BC get? Jordan. What was his name? Jordan. Jordan. Justin resigned there. Okay. That makes sense. Win will be big for Saskatchewan. That, that's a big signing. That's a really good signing. It was. That, that's big. It was a I very mean, good signing, especially with Trevor Harris, if you if yeah. can get to him. Yeah, because they played think, together, so they know each yeah. other well. Yeah. That's it it be, has uh, a lot to do with the O-line. And, and Saskatchewan's O-line sucked, and they did nothing to improve it. Here. Oh, well, yeah, they did. In yeah, free agency. Well, they got Philip Blake. Philip Blake? Yeah, they also they got... They also got the. They also got BC Center. Oh yeah, he's not listed on here. Uh, Peter Godber. Yeah, yeah, they got Godber. Should be, but no, yeah, you're right. Well, I don't, I don't know why he's not listed here. He's there because I heard interviews this week. He signed with Saskatchewan. Yeah. No, he did. Oh, tonight. Yeah, I heard that right. too, and they, I saw them. They made a post about it too. So. Well, well, I, I don't know who they had last year, so it might be an upgrade, but BC got an upgrade at that position with Michael Couture. So I'm okay yeah, letting they did. That's why, that's, second stringer that's why drop. That's why Godbird signed somewhere else. That's why Godbird signed somewhere else. He, <laughs> he, wasn't, wasn't, on on that he wasn't going to get the job in BC. Okay, so the departure from Saskatchewan, Cody Fajardo, Kyron Moore, Justin McInnes, Josiah St. John, James Tuck, Gary Johnson, Shaq Evans, Duke Williams, and Jordan Herdman Reed went to BC. I'm not What's that? kidding. Okay, who needs to mute their mic? Rudy, I was already on mute. Okay. Hello? Yeah. The wife giving you shit? Yeah, sorry. All good. No. Okay, good. Sorry. Okay. So Saskatchewan lost as many as they gained. And uh yep. I cannot honestly say that, that there's an upgrade happening straight across the board. So, I mean, yeah, they they, uh, they, they did sign some good guys. Micah Johnson, Trevor Harris, Jake Winicki. I think they lost on receivers because they lost a lot of receivers, to be honest with you. But, I mean yeah. – a four and twelve team or whatever they were, you know what? You got to make changes, and they did upgrade with quarterback. They upgraded their offensive line in my mind, and uh, so they should be better. And yeah. We'll see. Okay, we'll running see. into the Bombers, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They signed Kenny Lawler. They lost Michael Couture, Greg Ellingson, and Casey Sales. Three losses. And you can, you can add Rashid Bailey to that. They can't sign him. Sorry, Cap. So, uh, well, he's not there yet. So, Unless somebody else signs them? 
then he uh, he may end up trying to get under the salary cap. I guess, yeah. Well, who knows? Creative accounting, I guess. Uh, it's not done yet. Otherwise, you get that, that Darrell Walker where you sit out a season. Yeah. Yeah, I nobody mean, wants bar, that. Bombers look good again. I mean, they'll be uh, they'll be in the mix for sure. The, the receiving core is uh, going to be uh, tough they'll to be beat. Competitive. Uh, yeah. Okay. They've um, uh, got a really Eastern good receiving division. core now. Who? The Bombers. They had they had a good receiving core before. Yes. Right. So, you know, you, you you can upgrade it. You can do what it what you want with it. But, and I, I think they did. I mean, the trading. If you just trade Kenny Lawler for Greg Ellington, I think that's a fair trade. Well, Ellington, uh, he was hurt all last year. He was hurt all the entire year. Even though the games he played. He was never healthy after like week four or five. He never was, whatever, whatever, I think it was a hip injury he had. He never, he, we never saw a healthy Elliot in, in uh, Winnipeg. So, I mean, and age, I'm not sure. Ellingson uh, has, has passed his prime by two or three years. Yeah. He didn't and lose I, anything like yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It, I mean, Kenny Lawler for Greg Ellington is an upgrade. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if that's all they I lost, don't think and that's all they gained, it was a fair trade. I, I, I can't believe no. 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 Yeah, Lawler. No. Whoever grabs Rashid Bailey is uh, will be will will better their team. He's oh, a pretty receiver. Uh, I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised I mean, he's I, still available. Yeah. Hamilton Tiger Cats in the Eastern Division. We finished, we wrapped up the West. Uh, Javen Elliott, DB, came over from Calgary. Duke Williams, the wide receiver from Saskatchewan. Jagarit Davis signed back from Toronto. Tim White, wide receiver. Well, that's just a re-sign. Uh, Casey Sales from Winnipeg. James Butler from B.C. Joe Figueroa from B.C. German Thurman from uh, – Jameer Thurman from uh, Calgary. Kowaku Botang from Ottawa. Levi Noel from Edmonton. Fraser Supka? From Calgary, so and Simone Lawrence was a re-sign. Hamilton did a good job. Hamilton's going to be in the Grey Cup because they got Jagarit Davis. <laughs> they're going to the Grey Cup. Guaranteed. They're going to the Grey Cup. And they're hosting the Grey Cup. And, and, and they, they open the purse strings, obviously. I just yeah, did anyone does this remind anybody? Was that Charles? They did lose a couple of good guys. I just could say, um, I just say, did this remind anybody of Saskatchewan 2013? Yeah. Yeah. We called it last week. What's 
with the salary cap. <laughs> uh, Jovan Santos Knox, they lost. Micka Johnson, they lost. Even Dunbar, they lost. Jamal Ro- Rowley and uh, Michael oh. Domagala and Domagala. Julian Hauser. Uh, they lost a couple of guys. I mean, uh, Santos Knox is a, was a big loss, I'm sure. And so was Micka Johnson. Two guys I'm sure they would have liked well, to kept. All I can say... All I can say is they better have a really good defense because they got Bull Levi Mitchell as their quarterback. So, yeah, I'm not going to say anything other than that. But they, but they are also really playing the East. Yeah, they didn't go heavy on the defensive side of things, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Montreal Alouettes. Their big signing was Cody Fajardo. I don't have to say anything else. Luis Felipe Rosa. What is an LS? Oh, long snapper. Justin Lawrence in the O-line. Came over from Toronto. James Tuck, fullback. Jamal Roll, defensive back. Greg Ellingson, wide receiver. And Walter Fletcher as a running back. They re-signed Walter Fletcher. Yes, I was actually kind of upset to hear that. Of, yeah. I was hoping the Lions would that, that was that was that was kind of sad. Yeah. And their departures: Darius Pickett, Dominic Davis, Eugene Lewis, uh, Thomas Caspigan, uh, Michael Wakefield, Trevor Harris, Chris Schluger, Jake Winicky, and Mike Jones. DC picked up three of them. Donald picked up a pair. Skatchman picked up a pair. Fulfilled changes. Yeah, I'm not I'm not holding my breath on the Montreal situation this year. But we'll get to that in a bit. Ottawa Red Blacks. The real Brooks. Jovan Santos Knox. Michael Wakefield, Gary Johnson, Shaq Evans, Abdul Kinney, and Anti Milanovic, leader. Abdul was a re-sign. And their departures were Darius Caraco, uh, Luis Felipe Rosa, and Barrasso, Kwaku Botang. They gained more than they lost, um, which they needed to. They were a terrible team. But they they signed more of their own free agents than any other team. And when you're, what was it? Three and fifteen, four and four and fourteen. You, you, you're, you needed to make some more changes than they did. That my personal opinion. I would have liked 
to see Ottawa have done more? Well, I mean, don't forget, they're going to get a Mazzoli that's healthy this year, right? So that that'll that should help. Is he? I mean, last year, is he? Oh, you know, I, 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 really, I really get sick and tired of people saying, well, they got what's-his-name, and he's going to be not hurt this year. He's not that good of a quarterback. No, oh, but no. If you had Mazzoli last year in Ottawa playing mostly in the East Division, that team's probably – Seven and eleven, six and not making them six and twelve. They're not. They're not three and fifteen teams. So I mean, and I mean, Mazzoli had a great Grey Cup game. I mean, Mazzoli showed what he can do in the 2021 Grey Cup game. He had the Bombers on the ropes, so he came off the bench. So I'm not saying he's Doug Flutie, but he's not a he's not a bum. I'll tell you what. What the way I look at it, he's a 35-year-old quarterback that's coming back from a major leg injury. Yeah, that's fair. Second, second, second major leg injury in three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the problem okay. is. And, and, and at that age, yeah, and the problem is heal as fast. He's, he's going he's gonna to get hurt again, I guarantee you. He's too old. Okay. And I, I would never put my money on him as a starting quarterback, ever. Ever, ever, ever. You know, it, it's one so, thing to he, have Zach Caleros coming back from a major injury when he actually could do something prior to that injury. Yes, Mazzoli's coming back from a major injury, but he really wasn't that good before on a team that wasn't very forget. good. Jeremiah Mazzoli has always depended on his legs, and his legs are getting older and more hurt all the time. So, yeah, I I wouldn't even resign him. Just my opinion. Uh, so, well, they got our, our they have our buckler, right? Who's your backup in Ottawa? Now? Did they signed our buckler, right? They did. Yes. Yeah. They re- re- yeah. 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 So. But I just keep thinking that Hamilton chose Dane Evans over Jeremiah Mazzoli. And Dane Evans, they now just got rid of for a not healthy Bo Levi, Bo Levi Mitchell. What's that? Well, Bo- yeah, but they, haven't, wow. but, they, but they haven't gotten rid of him yet, Charles. No, they well, I guess that's true. Yet. I guess he's still there, technically. And I, and I honestly Maybe don't think they will. He is. No. Yeah. No, I, I honestly don't think they will. Goes down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and once Bo's on the sixth game, then you're you're saving money. He's he's played his yes he's played his best football when he's coming off the bench. Dane Evans, hundred percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Where are we? That's not what I'm looking for. Well, I don't know. 
You still got to beat Tirana. I know. I'm that, I, I, I went looking for Jeremiah Mazzoli's age. Toronto Argonauts and Darius Pickett. Uh, Florian Marmalade. Thomas Costigan. Mario Vilmizer. And Darius Circo. Circo. Yeah, him too. Sirocco, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Sirocco. And departures, Justin Lawrence, Philip Blake, Joan Bresican, and Ja'Garrett Davis. That's the big loss there, Ja'Garrett Davis. Yeah. I would have signed him just so that I could go to the Great Cup. <laughs> wouldn't you have signed, re-signed you him? If you were Toronto Argonauts, wouldn't you have re-signed Ja'Garrett Davis? Why like, wouldn't fuck. you? Yeah, I don't know why BC didn't sign him. I mean, forget the fact that he's just a really good football player. So he's the quarterback in Toronto. So he's the quarterback in Toronto. We don't know. The Cloud Bethel Thompson is still a free agent. I know. Chad Kelly is there. Well, I guess it's going to be Chad Kelly, or at least at this point. Chad who? Yeah, pretty much. I think they're really – they're probably sitting across the table right now with McLeod Bethel-Thompson, and he's going, I want this, and they're going, ha, 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 no. And uh, he's going, well, well fuck, in, who are you going to – who are you going to quarterback? Doesn't the wife have a good job in the state? Like, isn't she, like, some kind of, like, famous person? Like, I thought that's the issue. That's yeah, why he – he wants to play this year. He yeah, but I – She's a, I think she's, a high, she's a high-level executive for Marvel Studios in the U.S. Yeah, so I'm guessing he he might go to the USFL or one of those, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. X, and it won't matter. XFL. X, XFL. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess she runs the show there, so we'll see what Ottawa, uh, Toronto does. I mean, I think Chad Kelly, give him a shot, see what he can do. I think it'll be good for the CFL if he if he gets a starting job with Toronto. I mean, they really don't have much option right now, do they? <laughs> no, I mean, the well, only, I guess, I guess, the only quarterback I guess, that's out there could be Dane Evans, but there's no way Hamilton is going to trade him for Toronto. And he's That's under contract with Hamilton. That's the CFL, no. though. Oh, my. The CFL, you, you never know. I think I, if I'm Hamilton, I'm I'm confident that Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell is rather than Dane Evans, so let him go. I wouldn't let him go. There's no way Mitchell's going to last the Labor Day. Wow. Okay, but then... So then, obviously, how are you going to fit uh, Evans under the salary cap? Wait, for the whole season, you don't have to. Um, 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 well, yeah, you have to have sign you looked at who, No, no, have, have you looked at who they've signed? They don't care about the salary cap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you, any, any East team, Hamilton this year with the CFL, 
they could, yeah, you're right. They could probably sign like Aaron Rodgers they and get Tom away Brady. With anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think Saskatchewan was over like fifteen thousand dollars in 2013, and they, they fined them to the teeth. Well, you can only it, it's the fine is dollar for dollar. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know you're over by twenty three dollars, you get fined twenty three dollars. You're over yeah. by fifteen thousand, you get fined fifteen thousand. Yeah. If you're over by more than a hundred thousand dollars, it now goes two for one plus you lose a draft pick. Okay. So over a hundred thousand, the, the the fine becomes two hundred thousand. But I'm telling you, and, and, and you lose your your first round draft pick. Yeah. I said this a few weeks ago on on this podcast. I said Bob Young's going all out. I mean, I think everything's on the table. I mean, like the the and I don't blame them. You know what? You want you want to sell your you know you have you have a home playoff. You have a you have a home Grey Cup for the second year and the second time in three years, and you lost an absolute gut wrenching Grey Cup game. I I would do the same thing what Bob Young was doing in, in his position. I would sign everybody to anybody and and then pay the price the next the next few years. I I honestly couldn't win that way. Well I'm just telling you that's what he's that's what he, that's what he's doing. I mean they I mean it, Bob it would just bother me to do that. I mean, I am the worst critic of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for being over the cap four times. Both of their last Grey Cup victories, they were over the cap. That's just fucking cheating. Yeah. It is. And, okay. But I, and, and, and for me to say anything else about any other team would be hypocritical then. And I can't. Even if the BC Lions, I will never advocate they, that they go over the gap. I wouldn't. I can't do it. It's cheating. And I don't believe in cheating. It's an unfair advantage over the other teams. That's why there's a rule. Well, the CFL. Now, the fact that there isn't a penalty makes the rule irrelevant. (laughs) Worthless. But that's not the point. But you can actually see. I'm not saying. If murder was only a two-week jail time, who would do it? it, it, The way it's going. Probably everybody. it actually is in Canada right now. The way it's going, if the if liberals get their way, it will be. The people I would kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang tight. If Trudeau wins again, it, it might be. It might be a week. It might be a week and a half. Um, I've got a. I've got a big fucking list. It's got priorities. <laughs> it's got a sequence of who to do it where the money falls afterwards. <sighs> On Hamilton, on, on Hamilton, I was going to finish on Hamilton. They've lost four great cups in the last nine years, and they've lost a few heartbreaking, heartbreaking games. I, I can just see the desperation in Hamilton. Like this is their like last chance to actually break the drought at home this year. You play in the East Division, the worst division in pro sports. I, I'm not, I don't condone it, but I understand how Bob Young's like, oh, let's go all in this year and the hell with the consequences in 2024. 
Okay. That's the end of free agency. That's what's happened so far in the first two and a half days. There are still some follow-ups. Let's go and take a look at, right now, who is left, because that's just as important as who's already signed. Is there some places in here in which you can still improve your team? And I guess they're going by the uh, who's available. Uh, Darnell Sankey? Nope. Not available. Although he's nope. not really available no, anymore because he's signed he out of the XFL. No. When he signed in the XFL, didn't he? Tim yep. White re-signed. McLeod yep. Bethel Thompson. This is a terrible article because very few people are still on it. This is a bad article. There's nobody He's on it. Honest, on here days ago. I mean, it says that he signed, but why was he on this article to begin with? <laughs> um, Sean Lemon. Sean Lemon. I'm Nico a little surprised at that. There. This is a terrible article. He's not on the list. He was right around. You're the one that gave it to me. The year last year. Hmm? He was runner up last year for Defensive Player of the Year. Hmm. But. Yeah. So let's let's go over to here. There's got to be a better list than this. Well, I'm going to go to CFL.ca and see what they've got in here under. That was CFL.ca. Here's a better list. You can go down to, uh, by team here. Uh, Mika Awe, Keyshawn Barrera, Vincent Desjardins. I don't even know who that guy is. Uh, Mike Jones, wide receiver. <laughs> didn't, didn't Lions just sign him? Who did the Lions just sign? Well, he signed Mike Jones, but he's not a receiver. He's a defensive back. There must be a different Mike Jones. Seems like a comedy. Sergey is out there. XFL. Oh, another article. Yeah, he went down to the XFL as well. Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. Okay, so this is the top 50. Who wants to do this? I don't want to do it. I'm tired okay, of pronouncing Okay, I, I will go names. here. So uh, this is the, from Three Down Nation. Now, again, I'm looking down just at a quick skim job, and some of these people have already signed, but not as many as that terrible CFO.ca. So S.A. Marubi. I don't know how you say it. I sound like CJ. That's uh, you're doing it. From the Edmonton Elks. Um, he's still out there. Dakota Prukoff, I heard, it went to the USFL, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is he, he not? Gone. Yes. Yeah. So he's not coming back anywhere. Ryan Davis from Ottawa, uh, receiver. Uh, he was more of a special team guy, although he didn't. He had almost 600 yards. That's not, <laughs> not a bad total. Valentin Ganoa, guard from the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They had 11 special teams tackles. Boy, they're scraping the barrel on, with some of these guys. Mercy Maston, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Rudy, you're a, you're a bomber fan. You know anything about this guy, Mercy Maston? 
I have not heard of him. <laughs> so why don't we just Shows jump exactly down and how valuable he know is. until we get <laughs> up to the 20, 20s, okay? Like Eric Rogers from Toronto, uh, Eric Justin Rogers. Herdman he was is, one. is gone. He's gone. Jeff Richards, uh, Shaquille Johnson, Shaq Johnson from Ottawa, mm. Malik Kine, free agent, linebacker. Did he even play? Well, I guess he played with Edmonton last year. Uh, Kerfala Exum, Montreal Alouettes, whoever that is. K. Okafor, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Kamar Jordan, a guy who's not, uh, he's a good name receiver, but of course, the one big number for him this year, this year, 34. That's his age. Antonio Pipkin, BC Lions. Not a great quarterback guy, but if you're looking for a guy for short yardage offense, he is a guy, he was great at that last year. That, he was perfect in that role. And uh, everybody's favorite, Brandon Banks, again, 35 years old, maybe a little bit too old. But do you guys think Brandon Banks will be back anywhere, or is he gone? Could you see him maybe resurrecting one more year in Hamilton to try and win a breakup? I think no, done. Hamilton doesn't want him. He might end up in Montreal or Ottawa. Okay. I mean, Toronto won. The, I, I can see Montreal the, picking him up. I mean, the Argos won a great cup in spite of him last year in that game. Yeah. Yes. It's not as if he did anything. <laughs> no, he actually got a dumb no. penalty and almost cost them, so. Uh, Jamal Campbell, offensive lineman, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Tremaine Washington, free agent, uh, recently of Cal- played with Calgary St. last Peter. year. Charleston, what? Yeah. Yeah. Charleston St. Hughes. Um, I heard he wanted 39 to play years old. 39, 39 years old. That's, that's the big issue with him. Uh, Hergi Mayala, he's Herge. gone to the XFL. Uh, Ali Buka, Calgary, defensive back. Godfrey Onika, uh, the defensive back for Saskatchewan Rufferty. McConaughey Henry, Edmonton Elks. Greg Reed uh, from the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, running back, Anti Le- Leader. Who was with Edmonton last year? Colin Kelly, offensive lineman from Hamilton, 33 years old. Mike Jones, not the defensive. Actually, this is the defensive back. He actually signed today with the BC Lions. Mark right, Campbell, okay. uh, receiver from the Toronto Argonauts. Seven, 72 catches last year. He still can get stuff done. Uh, Hunter Stewart from Ottawa. Now he signed. He signed uh, with he, somebody. I thought I heard. Did he? I think he resigned with Ottawa. Possible. I didn't hear for sure, but that's certainly possible. Devon Coleman, Ottawa Red Blacks. Solid player. Sherrod Baltimore, Ottawa Red Blacks, defensive back. Darvin Adams, Ottawa Red Blacks, receiver. Uh, Shane Ray, defensive lineman from Toronto Argonauts. Mika Awe, linebacker from the Montreal Alouettes. He never stays anywhere long term. He's always bouncing around either a free agent or a train. Trade. Dan Clark. Yeah. The, the Red Blacks did re-sign Hunter Stewart. They did. Okay. Well, that that solves that. And, and uh, Dan Clark, great offensive leader. lineman, but he's getting along in the tooth, and 
Saskatchewan said they're moving on from him, so I can't blame them. Abdullah Kene, defensive back from Ottawa, still available. Running back Wes Hills from Hamilton is still available, over three, almost 400 yards rushing last year. Siante Evans, uh, defensive back from Hamilton. Fraser Sopic, uh, linebacker from Calgary. Rashid Bailey, um, he's a good receiver. Um, Rudy mentioned him earlier. Had over 700 yards receiving. He's a good. He'd be a good pickup. Enoch Mwamba is Enoch out there for a job. Really? Brandon Dozier. Bill? What's that? Bill. Well, Brandon, Brandon Dozier will be signed uh, with Calgary. Yeah. Shaq Richardson, defensive back from Toronto. Obum Guachum had a great year last year as a defensive lineman. I wanted to see the Lions bring him back. Uh, he's defensive lineman, he's still free agent. Darrell Walker, uh, another uh, receiver. There's still some pretty decent receivers on this list. Mike Moore, free agent, who played for a while last year with the Alouettes. Simone Lawrence signed with Hamilton today. We signed with Hamilton. He's not going anywhere. Cameron Kelly, Hamilton, defensive back. Darnell Sankey, Saskatchewan. He's off to the XFL. McLeod Bethel-Thompson, a Toronto Argonaut. Uh, we discussed them. I'm thinking if he's uh, if Toronto or Bucks, right? Is anyone else going to take a chance of signing him? Well, who else needs a quarterback? There's what you think. I don't think there's anyone there that was going to need a quarterback n- enough to sign McLeod Bethel-Thompson. Was that Montreal? No, Montreal's got they already signed they two. Giardo. Montreal. They got Fajardo and they got uh, <laughs> Fajardo and they also Montreal. picked up, uh, who was the other guy, Caleb Evans? Yeah. Evans, yeah. yeah. And then Sean yeah. Lemon, the uh, top defensive player in the Eastern Co- or in the Western Conference last year. He's only 34 years 30, old. Okay, 34. And, he could have a few more years left. But if we, as we've said before, too, if you're not signed in the first two days, most of the money spent. So you, uh, you're taking a pay cut. Yeah, but apparently Sean Lemon played for hardly any money last year. So I, I would not be opposed for BC picking up Sean Lemon. I wouldn't either. I said that before. That would yeah. not bother me in the slightest. Neither. But it's a ranking in the number one guy, so he's. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Texas 3 is giving us. The Argos are pretty patient with quarterback McLeod Bethel-Thompson, but admit timeline for return is close to the end. Well, he said that he's not retiring. He says that he would like to play one more year of football. So now it's whether or not they can come to terms. He just won them a fucking Grey Cup. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He what? didn't play in the fourth quarter. He didn't play in the second half. He played, he played three quarters. 
They were losing when he left the game. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He got them there. Yeah, but he was there. You, you cannot turn your back on. Sounds like Saskatchewan would carry Joseph. It, it pissed me off. They won a fucking – he won them a great cup, and they released them. But, I mean, I will give um, Thompson – he can throw the football. Like, he's a decent passer. Kerry Joseph, I mean, I, he ran. He used his legs. I mean, I like MVP, they got, but – They got rid of Kerry Joseph or Gary uh, and Durant. Oh, my fucking God. What happened? I just lost Rudy. That's too bad. Uh, maybe he's a Darian Durant Yeah, fan. you're... That's too bad. <laughs> I'll go fetch him. Might take me a while. Okay, if you have to. If you have to. Go ahead. Two four. Oh, by the way, for for reference sake now, guys, I know this is going to throw a wrench into you, but because I'm using multiple screens on my thing, so when you give me your number, put some spaces in. I'm now <laughs> requesting spaces, okay? Because I have no to, way. I actually have to type it. No in. way. I have to type it in by. <laughs> Shut up, Will. I have to type it in by hand. I'm not so doing I, that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We've been doing it how long now? Spaces. Now we've got to put spaces. I know, and now he wants spaces. Make up your mind. Holy fuck! You used to get mad at us when we put spaces. I know, I know, and now it's changed. Things have changed. Okay. Okay. Be progressive. Move on. Okay. Things don't always stay the same. Okay. Okay. Rudy, you back? What the fuck happened? Yes, to you? I'm back. Uh, I think my the big red something. button. No, I think my cat did. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's. You cat. let your cat in the house? I have uh, two daughters, and they have uh, commandeered three cats that live in our house, and I have no say in the matter. So it is what it is. <laughs> to me, that's like keeping a buffalo in your house. Why would you do it? <laughs> Buffalo eat uh, just, uh, Bad enough having fucking kids in the house. Never mind animals. I, I agree. <laughs> okay, so McLeod Bethel Thompson. He's kind of sitting on the edge right now. I think there's some negotiations happening with the Argos. Uh, what's going to happen? I don't know. Well, if his wife lives in the States you'd, and has a great job and makes tons of money, you'd think he'd be like, well, let's go somewhere to the one of those American leagues and just play there for whatever, just for shits and giggles. I could see him so then go, do that. Go do it. Yeah. Go do it. Okay, so, so here's my question. Why are these guys playing in the XFL? Which guys? Less games for roughly the same amount of money? No. Wow. If you, if you, you know, have a you realize, you realize what they're getting Bozier. paid in the XFL? You know what they're getting paid in the XFL, Charles? 
not very fucking everybody. Very, they don't know the exact. Everybody, amount. everybody is getting fifty three hundred and fifty dollars per game. Okay, it's a ten game schedule. So, are some of these guys going to the US or XFL so that they can play in the CFL? Because the US, the XFL season ends May fourteenth. May third, yeah, May thirteenth. And, 13, and 14, the CFL, like that, the CFL, CFL training training. That's right. So are they going to double dip some of these guys or what? Because because well, Darnell, thank you. I was listening this morning. They said Darnell. They said Saskatchewan offered Darnell Sankey one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a season, and he's going to play for fifty three hundred and fifty dollars per game. Yes, it's American, but still, yeah. I I think they will offer some of the better players in the CFL some extra money. I'm not saying under the table, but I think they will lure some of the better players and they will pay them a little more money than what's advertised. I don't know if they can do that, though. You know what? We're going to do everything they want. It's their league. There's always a way. Yeah, I mean, do you think every there's, CFL there's player always a way. there's always a way? Like, you think the only thing CFL teams um, uh, like circumvent the cap by giving somebody's wife a great job somewhere? Or I mean, that happens all the time. So, if there's a will, there's a way. There's always a will. He's in Calgary. Um. <laughs> 18-game season in the CFL is hard on the fucking body. Yep. Playing 10 games prior to that 18-game season is stupid. That kill something. Yep. You're going to kill yourself early. Yeah, it depends on what you okay. play, though. I, it depends on what position you play and how much abuse you're going to get. But, yeah. Yep. I and I honestly don't think because they cannot Saskatchewan Darnell thank you. Let's just use him as an example right now. Saskatchewan cannot anticipate that he is going to be coming to them in mid May unless they have a side deal right now. They can't keep their cap space open. Not that Saskatchewan ever really cares about cap space. But for him to go down there, he can't sign a contract for Saskatchewan until that contract expired is expired. Does it expire on May 13th immediately, or does he have to ask for a release by that team, and will that team grant it, unless it's part of the contract? But still, why would you do that? You know, for 50 grand? Well, I, mean, I, think, you might do it, I think you might do it for better exposure to the NFL. Yeah, to be honest with you. And, and over, all those, all those, you're not dealing with an exchange rate. You're not dealing with taxes in two countries. You're not dealing with right. a lot of things. And this American players coming out of Canada that go back to America, much it, they, they, they get the short end of the stick. No doubt about it. Well, and those coaches also have uh, ties to the NFL. So a lot of those guys have contacts into the NFL. So, like, so it's you can see you can see why they want to play four down football uh, in the USFL or XFL. I mean, you know, someone knows somebody. 
there, there's pros and cons to going to the XFL or the, or the USFL. There, there's also cons in that aspect of things. And I honestly right. don't believe that the, that the pros outweigh the cons. And, and, you know, there's, there's people out there who are saying, oh, my God, the sky is falling. We're going to lose so many of our great elite players to these leagues and everything else. And, uh, you know, Adam Blasetti, you know who I'm talking about, the former coach of the BC Lions there, Charles? Uh, he was with yeah. coach with Calgary for a while. Um, he is uh, – he, he just thinks the sky is falling on this. this. This is absolutely the worst thing that can happen to the CFL. And yeah, we're going to lose so many good players, and it's going to really affect us that there's a lot of the, uh, you know, number one or 1A and 1B players are not going to want to come up to the CFL because, the, the you know, if these options are available in America. And I'm going, I don't care if you're getting tier three players coming up to the CFL. It's still going to be better than the fucking Canadian talent that we have. Oh, so no, no. I also ratio, remember uh, just to point talk, out to the don't be talking to me to anyone's this. to anyone saying uh, oh these guys are going to go down to the XFL. Uh, do you remember how long the XFL lasted? The last time they tried to play, I think they made it five weeks, and then the league. I was going to bring that up. What's the guarantee this isn't going to happen well, again? But, no, but that was COVID though, because COVID shut it down. It, it they was, were it was already losing a bunch of money when that happened. They were. That, that gave them a yeah, they, they, they were all, they, COVID was an excuse. If, if you give me, if you give, it was that league I, was done. Now I think the XFL will be the league that that lasts longer than the USFL. I think they've seen what the other leagues have done wrong in the past. I think they have a lot of money behind the XFL, this is not going to go away in one or two years. It'll, it'll be around we'll for see. a little bit. But I'm not going to, I'm not words. saying, uh, that's not going to cost the CFL its league. It's not going to make the CFL fold, but it'll be something to deal with, it'll, you know, going forward. I think, uh, I mean, I'm yeah, not. We, we did, what did we lose? Did we lose six players? Seven, I think, but it doesn't matter. Well, we're is there anyone other than Darnell Sankey that was oh, really super influential in the CFL? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Sindani uh, signed from Calgary, but don't forget he was uh, he's been suspended for the first two games of the yeah. CFL, so nobody was touching him. Okay, that's why he signed there, Richie Sindani. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not a, worried about these a, gimmicky leagues because they're just, that's what they are. It's just they've got a different gimmick and they're trying to be something that doesn't exist. And it, it's not going to happen. It, the CFL, and I said this before, is if the CFL put a team into America, everybody goes, oh, well, the NFL is going to wipe it out or the XFL is there and the USFL is there. Who gives a shit? Those are like fly-by-night gimmicky leagues the CFL's got 100 years of history to it, or at least 60 years of history to it, and it's established. There's more CFL fans in America than there are XFL and USFL fans right now. Well, I'll, I'll tell you I, that. Yeah. And we don't even have a team in that, that country. I'm if curious we just to know what, 
I'm curious to know what the XFL is going to do because the last time they were on TV, it was like watching fucking paint dry, okay? Well, there was no fans. It was bad. But they had a right. cool kickoff. And, and, and you know what? You guys know me. I'll watch five-year-old kids play football. I couldn't watch the XFL because it was a drag. It really uh, was. You mean U.S. Was it the USFL last I, You know what? I didn't was... mind the XFL when they were playing before. It was the USFL that bored the hell out of yeah. me last yeah, year yeah. in their empty stadiums. Yes. I agree. That's what I was The XFL I didn't – I thought was a better league than that, even the last iteration of it. Yeah, well – I'm just I mean, not worried about it. It wasn't close to the NFL or CFL, my but... So, what's the point? And, I mean, I think we just covered Darnell Sankey is heading to the XFL. Is this a warning sign for the yeah. CFL? Fuck no. No. Who gives a shit? Goodbye. <laughs> I gotta agree. I mean... The league was here 60 years before him, and it could be here 60 years after him. It's not going to make a difference to the league whether or not Darnell Sankey goes to the XFL. doesn't nope. matter. There's 40,000 other Americans down there that want to come up here and play, and we'll play for half of our minimum wage up here. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just my belief, my opinion on this. I am never, ever, ever afraid of competition. I I used to cheat my customers, uh, my competitors' business cards and coupons at my desk and in, in my store. And when somebody came in and gave me attitude, I would give them. Their, custom, their card and say, maybe this guy will put up with your bullshit better than I am. Goodbye. I'm never afraid of competition. Right? Go away. Fire customers. When you're doing a good job, you can do that. And that's... Is the CFL doing a good enough job right now to do that? I don't know. They're not looking healthy. But we can talk about that. We still have 33 minutes left and we got... Really, not much to talk about here. We got Montreal and uh, Dominic Rhymes. One other thing on the back. What is it? Andrew Harris. Let's deal with that. I want to deal with that right now, okay? Just because um, Andrew Harris will be stepping down, stepping in as the head coach of the Vancouver Island Raiders. Is that correct, Charles? Yes. I thought he was Next taking season, over as after the president season. of the association. I thought he was taking over as president of the association right now. He's taking over immediately as pre- he's taking over immediately as president president, uh, and I believe he actually bought the team. I think he's the owner of the team now uh, and president. And then he's going to take over as head coach in 2024. Okay. Okay. Harris has already accepted a five-year contract to be head of football operations for the Canadian junior football team based in Harbor City. In the meantime, he will be helping in hiring coaching staff and player recruitment 
with being the head coach in 2024. Yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't say anything about owning the team. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought maybe he did, but maybe I'm wrong. Interesting that he's uh, he's leaving Winnipeg. I had always heard that he left Lions to to go to Winnipeg uh, to be with his daughter. Yes. Well, I mean, maybe now, she's yes, older yes, now. Yes, there was a problem. Too, there was conflict between his arrogant ass and Wally Buono, uh, and, well, that, and that didn't, didn't hurt help. matter. That didn't yeah. help at all, right? I mean, that didn't hurt the matter at all. But, yeah, he he was all about family and wanting to be closer to his daughter in Winnipeg and everything else, ran his career in Winnipeg, and then when, it, when they finally kicked him to the curb, he went to Toronto just to get another paycheck, which I don't I don't have a problem with. I mean, players in the league have done that. Most of them are BC Lions that go to Saskatchewan. Um, really bothered me about Jason Claremont. He was really one of my favorite players. End up feeling green. Gross. Is gross. Uh, but yeah, so I thought he was going to go back to Winnipeg and stay there, but it sounds like he's making a long-term commitment to Vancouver Island. Which well, is I not where he lived. Well, he got he got divorced in Winnipeg, did he not? I think he had a bit of a messy divorce. I don't want to. I, I, I think issues. that happened long ago. That was long ago. Oh, okay. I think, Ten years I ago. I think that was back when he was with BC. Oh, before okay. that. Before that? No, maybe it was before that. Before no, that. I, before I think, that. I think he was still in junior football when he got divorced. Okay, but I think I he think married he young. Made, he might have remarried and then divorced again. I'm not sure. So I'm not. I, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, his he, he had a daughter when he was very stupidly young. Anyhow, <laughs> so that's kind of cool that he's going to go down. He but he's over there right now. He's the director of football operations in in Nanaimo. For the Vancouver Island Raiders. <sighs> okay. Ownership of the Montreal Alouettes franchise has been transferred to the CFL. Oh, right. That's a, <laughs> a sad day when that happens, and it does. And I was chatting with um, Gary Stern about it. And uh, he uh, he's still trying to put a team together or a team together to buy it. He's uh, not happy about the way things went down and uh, the fight with his in-laws. And not much he can do about it because he was a minority owner in it. So it just he lost it, and he's. Uh, he reminds me a lot, and I'm not going to make a comparison as in personalities or anything else, but I, it, it's kind of like Lonnie Gleiberman in a way. Uh, they both have this huge, huge passion, and no matter what they did, they got screwed. But 
that's just my take on the situation. Um, Ambrosi believes that they have a deal, a tentative deal in place or a deal that's close to being in place that the league will not hold this team for very long. I uh, hope they're right. That would be a good but, thing. That would be a good someone legit. Well, I, have, I have I have heard from somebody in Montreal that has told me that it is uh, it, they would be surprised if the league still has the team by the end of February. So yeah, well that's a good thing. And apparently it's it, quite yeah. a. It's quite quite a prominent family in Vancouver, and they've been there forever, and they have big ties with Danny Machocha, and uh, they have apparently lots of money. So That's good. That's yeah, a positive. I hope it's, I, I hope it's true. Um, well, it ha- it, I mean, that's, that's the only fix in Montreal is someone that comes in with a lot of money. Well, no, that's the fix for every CFL team. All the owners in yeah. the CFL, with the exception, with the exception of the community-owned teams, most of the owners have lots of money. The dude in Hamilton's got lots of money. The dude in BC's got lots of money. The Flames have lots is, of money. But the issue is when that money goes away, like uh, when Wet and All passed away, or. And so the team it, it gets it gets dicey because then that that revenue model is not there. You're not making money. So I mean, Montreal lost money for so many years, but every ignored that, thinking it's fine, but not realizing when I'll just cover the losses. Now the new ownership took over, and Sid Spiegel took over and he had deep pockets and he was going to cover the losses. He passed away and that threw it into flux. Now, hopefully someone else comes over and can, <laughs> but the problem is you're losing money in Montreal. You're, I, I, you're missing a word. You're missing a word there. Oh my Lord. Oh my Lord. The word is passion. Yes. And my hope you is ha- that you they have get- to have a passion for the game. Yes. And like Spiegel had a passion for the game. Wetnall had a passion for the game. But their yeah. children do not. David Braley had a passion for the game. His children did not. Okay? Bob Young has a passion for this game. That doesn't mean his kids do. Are we going to have the same problem in Hamilton? I think that's kind of why he put the bike, put, put the, the, the group together to take over a chunk of Hamilton win last year so that he wasn't the sole owner. <laughs> so that when something happens to him, it gets taken care of. Yeah. And that's fantastic. What he did in Hamilton. I think that that's what needs to happen in Montreal as well. Like a lo- a long-term solution. So when that, that backer isn't there, that it'll still take care of itself. Because I don't think most Montreal that stadium long term that's that's a that's a tough go in Montreal. It, it, like I said, it's not any harder go than it, Montreal than it is in Vancouver, and I think possibly even Edmonton. So you know, 
No, I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it, that that is an argument. I, I, I'm saying that at least Vancouver has a good stadium. Edmonton has a good stadium. Montreal does not. But the arrangement for the stadium isn't the, the, the bad part. The fact that the arrangement isn't good for a bad stadium. Um, does BC? This is it. Does BC have? A, you guys have private boxes there, like you're in BC. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like that makes a big difference on the bottom line too. Like that. That's a big. Like that's important to have that. Like. Some of the new, some of the older stadiums don't have that. Like I'm not sure what Ottawa has. No, you, you want to know what? You know what makes the difference for BC Lions and every, nobody in the league knows this, and it, it's one word, and Charles will tell you what it is. What's the one thing that BC does that no other team in the league does? Charles, the one thing. Sorry, the one thing BC does that no other no other team does. Yes. I'm kind of lost here. Do 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 do. The Water Boys. No, sorry. Yes, the Water Boys. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the water the Water Boys is still uh, a quite a huge. Uh, Component for the Rudy doesn't know what they are. Group. No, no clue what's going on. No, they are a group of local businessmen who go around and kind of pool their uh, together to help raise sponsorship for the BC Lions. Okay. And the BC Lions has one is one of the most, if not the most, lucrative sponsorship teams in the CFL. Oh, they are without the water boys. And it was a group put together by Bobby Ackles when he came back to be president back in uh, the early 2000s. And they still go right. today. Okay. Wow. Like they got the CEO of, of Telus on there. They got the CEO of uh, Jimmy Patterson Corp. They got the, you know, all of the, the head guys no, that's... meet once a month and have, have lunch together and talk about the BC Lions. And they're, you know, they're all buying the boxes. They're all doing this. They're all getting sponsors, this, that, and everything else. And it's absolutely fucking amazing. And in a conversation that I had with David Braley, he said that his break-even point with the BC Lions is 12,000 seats. 12,000 Really? In that's a, crazy. Okay. Everybody else is well, talking good, about though. eighteen to 20,000. The amount of money that they get in sponsorship would float that team. And everybody says, oh, oh my God, BC Lions are losing money. They're losing. No, they're not. They haven't fucking lost money for 20 years. I mean, they could go down. They're, they're making money at 14,000 people in the stands. They're making money. It's a profitable team. So... I don't think Amar Doman is losing money, but you guys said that he's got deep pockets. He doesn't have really deep pockets, not in comparison to Bob Young or Wetnall or Spiegel or Braley or any of those guys. I mean, they, they all got an extra zero or two on their, their funds. Amar Doman doesn't have that much. 
I've looked into it. You know, when, when you, yes, you know what? I would love to have a net worth of $500 million. But when you have a net worth of $500 million, you can't lose 50. And don't you know what I mean? Owner. And I, I like, I, I, so far, I, I like what I see from Bowman. Like he looks like he's, he's, he's aggressive and he's, you know what, what the CFL needs. A hundred percent. I agree. But you know, we've all seen what happened or Charles and I saw what happened when we had Murray Pezum or uh, Bill Comrie <laughs> or uh, Scalbanian, Nelson Scalbanian there who were millionaires that spent half of their net worth to buy the football team. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't live when you got $10 million in the bank and your, your, your football team just took 12. You know, it, 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 you can't live like that. So, I'm not dissing the Lord. I'm really happy that he bought the BC Lions. I'm really happy with what he's doing with the team and the direction that he's going. And if he keeps things in place, especially with the Water Boys, uh, everything's going to be. I mean, he, Amar Doman was one of the Water Boys. Yes, he was. He was in that group, and his and his uncle Herb, Herb was one of the too. founding members. Herb was one of the founding apparently members with only, Bobby. Apparently, yep. he's only worth $654 million. So. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. That was my point. Only. I know. I wouldn't mind having the net worth of $654 million. Uh, you know, it would it'd be fine. <laughs> but, you know, when you start comparing him to Bob Young, who has $6.8 billion, um, you know, it, it, there's a difference. You know, that decimal place has moved a, a, a notch or two. And Bob Young's uh, net worth is not accurate on Google, by the way. It only counts one of his three businesses. Um, beside the point. Um, okay, that's done. History. <laughs> We'll see what happens in Montreal. I, I think they're going to be sold. I think they're going to be taken over by a, an organization in a very short period of time. And I, I you honestly, think, I hope Gary Stern is involved in it. Do you think LaPointe will be involved in that? No. LaPointe has no fucking money. I don't know why people keep coming up with this dumb shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everybody says, oh, LaPointe, LaPointe. I mean, the CFL turned them down for a reason last time, right? Yeah. Yeah, he has no fucking money. That's what I thought. It would be like me doing it. And I tried, but never mind. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay, uh last one. Dominic Rhymes has uh signed a one year extension. Hey, I have a I, I wrote an essay on how the B C Lions should the ownership of the B C Lions should go. It, it was absolutely amazing. Charles and, and Will have read it. Um, I, I still think it's a good deal. I think that Amar Doman, I should send it over to Doman. It would help him out. Anyhow, Dominic Rimes has signed a one-year extension that keeps him through with the orange and black through 2024 after demanding a trade. One of the trades. See, uh, I don't understand how... That would work. 
He wanted more money. He was in a contract. He's seeing everybody around the league, Lawler and Lewis, um, getting 300K plus, and every couple others up there in the 250, 275 range. He wants more money. <clears throat> I think he was. I think he was getting 140,000 or something from the Lions. Which, to me, for a wide receiver, is a reasonable amount of money. Um, he demands a trade. Okay, so BC, let's just hypothetically say BC trades him to Montreal or Toronto or anywhere. He's still under that contract. He doesn't get more money by going to another team. Why does demanding a trade make a difference? Does he think that he's going to go over to Hamilton and then demand that he, they, they restructure his contract and give him more money? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand how that, that would have made sense to him. But he did sign a contract for $190,000 for two years, each year for two years, and he seems to be happy with that. I'm okay. I'm happy with him staying with the BC Lions. He's a, one of the best receivers in the league. <coughs> so um, that's the end of that one. I don't like the way he did it. No, you know, there's there's two things. Well, one thing that I really don't like, and one is negotiations. Whether we're negotiating the CBA between the league and the CFLPA, whether we're negotiating contracts for coaches or managers or presidents, players, or, or referees. The general public has no right to know what's going on in the negotiation stages. None at all. Okay? Negotiating in the media is absolutely disgusting in my opinion. So shut up, sit down, and figure out what's going to happen. And when it's done, <clears throat> I, I agree on full disclosure. Like, throw the contract on the table and let everybody see it. That doesn't happen in the CFL. Unfortunately, nobody gets to know anything or very little. But before the paper is signed, before there's ink on that paper, shut up and stay out of the media. And Dominic Rhymes couldn't do that. He's a football player. I'm glad He's it worked out. He did it on, he, he did it on purpose. He, he, they do that to try and get public opinion on their side. That's exactly why they do yes. it. Yep. I know they that's, that's why. what they do it, but it's wrong. <laughs> what my opinion of doesn't matter. And also, I'm sorry, you've signed a contract already. Just because other people went out and negotiated more, that doesn't give you the right to demand a trade. Give me a break. You signed a contract, honor it. 
And I hate that I people would come back and say, oh, well, the league can get out of it. They can they can cut players and stuff. It's a different situation. Sorry. But that the was, league are the ones that, that are paying the money. That was, you had exact, you knew to have that knowledge before you signed the contract. Right. That's not, a, that's not you know, fine print at the bottom that nobody reads, and then somebody throws it in your face later. It's not like it's mm-hmm. a fucking secret, okay? And we go back to the Chris Williams situation in Hamilton from what? Ted Austin era. Where he, you know, it's the same as Dalton Jones in Winnipeg, where he lights up the league in his rookie season and then demands more money in his second year. Yeah. <clears throat> where Chris, Chris Williams actually didn't demand money. He wanted to be released to go to the NFL. <laughs> and it, 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 it just, it, you signed a contract honoring. If you, if you want more money and the team is willing to do it, then take the new contract. But the Players Association demands, the CBA demands, that that contract can't just be renegotiated. It has to be extended. So you have to be able to, you have to be prepared to stay an extra year in the CFL and an extra year with that team. So Dominic Rhymes did that. Chris Williams did not. Dalton Schoen, he's just he's just playing the second year of his contract this year. Is that not what happens, Rudy? He's not yeah, getting he, renewed for anything else. No, no, he's, he, he's making like ninety thousand, eighty six thousand. It's crazy. He's the bombers get a bargain on on uh, on Schoen. It's crazy. It's actually embarrassing. No kidding. Like, like that guy's worth probably. I mean, if a guy, if a CFO receiver is worth 150 grand, he's it. I mean, for someone to get 300 grand, he's getting 85,000. That's crazy. But that's the CFL. But it's also it's, it's the players' association that's forcing that one, not so much the league. I'm sure Winnipeg would be happy to give him $160,000 this year so that he's happy yeah. through this year. Yeah, right? I agree. Yeah. Where Chris I, I, Williams, I, I, he's, he turned around and he said, well, I'm not paying for $80,000. What what happens if I get hurt? And and I rec- I've lost the opportunity to go to the NFL yeah. because yeah. you gave me a measly $80,000 to play. Okay. And he's here, not wrong. He's accepted. Here's a question, though. Um, if one of these American leagues actually take off and start becoming a serious uh, uh, feeder league to the NFL, I mean, the CFL will have to up their salary structure. I'm not saying the top-end guys, but, like, the rookie contract, that's going to all have to go up. <clears throat> Why? You're going to have to be paying guys. Well, I the other thing I eat. Why would you sign? Do you know how many football players there are in America? Do you know how many are down there? Lots, but not 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 everybody can play. I mean, the C, the CFL they cut. The, I mean, guys don't make the CFL. A lot of a lot of guys get cut 
who think they're they're all that, they get cut. So I mean, there's twenty thousand Division One, Division One, NCAA players graduate every year. Twenty thousand. A hundred and fifty of them go to the NFL. Yeah. I mean, but there's I enough players see. down there that you could have 20 leagues down, 20 spring leagues down in America, and it would not affect the quality of talent that we have in the CFL because we still have Canadian players. Because we're still forced to have a ratio, you're never going to improve the talent of your team. That's true. So, you know, you, you, Talking about whether the XFL or the USFL are successful doesn't fucking matter until we get rid of the ratio. If we get rid of the ratio, then we start fighting for other players. Hell, if we get rid of the ratio, we're going to be worth more. We can pay our players more because more people are going to be watching the CFL because it's going to be a better fucking football league. Well, I mean, well, what do you think? Dalton Schoen's looking, he's the best receiver in the, uh, well, last year he led the league in receiving. And he's getting paid way less than Canadian receivers. I mean, what does that guy think going to camp? I mean, it must be tough for a guy to accept that. But you I can't you can't the, compare that with a rookie contract, okay? Because he wouldn't be making that. No. Right? If he if he no. turned around and said, "I am here in the CFL for the rest of my career," right now with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. The Bombers would give him two and a quarter this year. He wouldn't have to play for $80,000. The Bombers would be stupid if they didn't. Yeah, that's fair. Right? But it's because he still has NFL aspirations that he's not willing to do that. If he turned around right now and told Kyle Walters that I am here... I am. I want to play in Winnipeg for the, my, the rest of my career. Kyle Walters would open up the purse strings and write him a check. Mm-hmm. Cause he'd be an idiot if he didn't. Yeah. Because his contract's up at the end of next year, and he's going to be a free agent, and fucking BC or Montreal or Hamilton will do it. But it's because he wants to go to the NFL that he's prepared to work for that. So don't please don't start comparing that to Canadian receivers that are making too much money because that's not a fair comparison. But if you want to go back to BC in 2021 when Lamar Durant was the highest paid BC Lion receiver when we had Lucky Whitehead and Brian Burnham on the Brian team. Burnham. Okay? Lucky Whitehead, yeah. Brian Burnham on a team, Don't and Lamar Durant was the highest paid receiver? That's fucking stupid. <clears throat> so did I well, mention to I, you I guys how much I want Did I mention to you guys how much I, I, I appreciated you guys signing uh, him in free agency way back then? Yeah. I, yeah. Just so the Calgary didn't. That's right. 
I cannot believe they gave him $180,000. I can't either. <laughs> Blew my Oof. fucking mind. And he got hurt like Lions halfway gave Lamar through the year or something like that. As usual. He didn't even make then it he went to way. Hamilton, signed another relatively large contract, got hurt again. Oh. Now I believe he's a free agent that nobody wants. Yeah. And he probably spent all his money, too. Yeah. he's a dumbass football player. <clears throat> that's, that's a problem with the ratio. You cannot argue that one. It, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand how it's so bloody freaking obvious for us and so difficult for other people to, to to see and actually tries to justify it. I mean, Paul McCallum sat on this radio show and tried to justify it, and I just it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think eventually it's, it's going to have to go. I think I think it'll be and. I mean, I think evolution, evolution, everything, everything evolved, and I mean, it doesn't make sense at this point anymore. No, but okay, gentlemen. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but the show's over. Let's go around the table really quick. Charles, turf or grass? <laughs> grass. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 519. I want to – I just thought that was kind of funny. We were talking about that off the air before the show started, and if we had any time, we would get to it. We did not have time to do it, but we'll have fun with it some other time. Uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna say good night. We'll talk to you guys next week, uh, next Thursday night, and uh, free agency will be wrapped up, and we'll be looking towards the hey, combines and the draft. Big things happening next in the CFL. Fuck for me, uh, Charles. Say good night, my friend. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. And we, we can talk next week about the uh, the mayor of Halifax actually saying that he might want to build a stadium now. Rudy, yeah. say good night. Good night. Go out. William. Good night, everybody. One more step in the right direction. Halifax is becoming a reality. Talk to you next Yeah, you know, week. we didn't even get Marcus Crandall in on the show today. Did you notice that? No. Technically, you I did. That. <laughs> I just did with 15 seconds left. Okay, guys, you have a good one. Take care.